uh, you can lean into some, some foundations have, that have been set. And a couple of weeks ago, I, I started talking about the word of faith and the power of God to be healed, amen, and the power to be wealthy and all the above. And then Pastor Rondi preached last week, and he took us over to the word of God and uh, somewhere around uh, Mark uh, chapter uh, 4, I believe it was, uh, verse 41, where the Bible says, what manner of man is this, uh, that even the wind and the seas obey him? Amen. Uh, and uh, so I want to kind of answer that question this morning, but I really want to preach kind of two subjects in one and see if this will be a blessing to you. What kind of man is this? Everybody shout another man. Somebody shout, I'm another man. Come on, say it like this. I'm not a human like everybody else. I'm another man. Come with me to 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse number 6 through 7. I'm another man. I'm a different type of guy, different type of gal. Amen. Kelly, I'm another man, Candace. Amen. I believe that uh, that's going to be a blessing to you. Now, this, this text right here lays the groundwork after Saul has been anointed king. So really my talk today is how you should conduct yourself after you've been anointed. Amen. After you know the anointing has come upon you, amen, you have power to be, everybody shout, another man. Amen. And so he just got anointed around verse number one or two. And in verse number six of this text, the Bible says it so well. It says, and the spirit of the Lord will do what? Come upon thee. Yeah, the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. Now, it's important to distinguish the difference of the spirit of God that's working in you and the spirit of God that comes upon you. The spirit of God working in you is to help tweak your personality. Amen. Help us to walk in the fruit of the spirit. Amen. The, the power of God developing in us help us to have more temperance. Right. Amen. Help us to have more joy, more peace. That's the work of the Holy Ghost on our personality. Y'all still remember that? Amen. So how many of y'all know we need the spirit of God within us? Right. But you also, as equally of importance, need the spirit of God to come upon you. And that's what goes into this text after the anointing is released. The Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord will do what? Come upon thee. And you will prophesy with them and shall be turned into. What are you going to be turned into, church? Another man. What man or man is this that even the wind and the seas obey? Another man. <laughs> Somebody shout, I'm another man. Clark Kent is still Superman. Even when he has his glasses on. It's just that when he puts his cape on. And the big S on his chest, we acknowledge him as another man. How many of you know your power will work all the time? It's fluent on you. The power of God is on you now. The power of God can get anything done that you need it to get done. And we know that's true because the next verse in the Amplify tells you what you can do after you get this another man anointing. The Bible says, and when these signs come to you, do for yourself Whatever the situation requires, for God is with you. <laughs> Amen. When you get this anointing on you, do what you got to do. If you got to cast the devil out, 
cast it out. If you got to lay hands on the sick so that they can recover, lay hands on the sick. Whatever you got to do, if you got to call in some money out of a fish's mouth because you got to pay some taxes, call it in because you are officially another man. <laughs> you know, I listen keenly when we are doing spiritual things. And, and as we were praying, uh, Sister Karina, as she was praying her time out, she said, it, she said, Lord, help us to recognize who we really are. I don't know if you caught that this morning during prayer. She said, Father, help us to know who we are and what we're capable of doing. And I am convinced that a whole lot of believers not only live beneath their privileges, but they are not advancing the kingdom of God because they're yet to come into their another man-isms. They're yet to come into what we learned last week from Psalm 82, where God says it so clear in verse number six. He says, I have said that ye are God's little G-O-D's. I have said Psalm 82 and six that you are God's and all of you are children of the most high. They're yet to come into that reality. They're yet to start acting like who they really are. Are. So now let's expand that revelation and let's go deeper into the reality of what manner of man you are. Because if we convince you of who you really are, you really are going to overcome my second subject of the day, darkness. We're going to be able to put darkness where it belongs. We're going to be able to put the devil in his place. Amen. The great Lester Summerall says it this way. He says, you know, uh, some, some quirky things started happening with one of his children. And, um, and, and his son ran down and said, Dad, uh, the devil is in my bedroom. Uh, and he said, oh, really? He said, yeah, the devil's in my bedroom, Dad. You know, some of you will remember, some of us are old enough, you remember the days when you could buy a rock group's record, and if you played it backwards, yeah, it would give you some demonic messaging and release spirits. Well, this young man had gotten the Beatles, and he began to play that record backwards, and he released wickedness in the house. So his son ran down and said, Dad, the devil is in my room. Amen. Everybody shout, I'm another man. Let's just, don't get sad. Come on, somebody shout, we got power. Amen. Let's the summer all said, first thing I did is I prayed for my son. I got him back on track. But then I went upstairs to his room and uh, I said, devil, you know you're in the parsonage. Y'all will get that revelation later. In other words, now you know you can do this stuff in so many other venues but in the man of God's house, yeah, you way off limits. He said, I bound the devil in no time. He was gone. He was out of here. And what's that all about? It had everything to do with Mr. Summerall knowing who he was, right. knowing the anointing that was on him. Y'all, I don't get concerned when a demon shows up. I don't get concerned when things don't look the way that I want it to look because I know underneath the curtain of what you see, I am another man. Amen. I'm not just five foot nine. I'm not just five foot ten. I'm not only human. We are of a different nature. And since we are, thank you, Holy Ghost, go to Ephesians chapter five, not in my notes, but I'm just going to minister out of my heart. But since we are of our father, amen. Somebody shout, we're of our father. Come on. Somebody shout, we're children of the most high. Oh, this going to mess up religion. Somebody shout, I'm a God. Now, I'm not the most high God, but I am a G-O-D God. 
I have this treasure in earth and vessel. Amen. I am a God. I have said that you are a God. And so God says over in Ephesians chapter 5, you all got it because I don't have my Bible. Can you put it on the screen for me? Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 1, please. Uh, and, and let's just look at this. He says, be therefore followers of God as what? Dear children, I'm working you up to something. Now put it in the Amplified Bible, please, because we're not just who we are. We're not just a chip off the old block. I was not just born to William and Lily Rogers. I have been born again. And if any man be in Christ, he is a new what? Creation. He's not the same creation as before. I officially became supernatural when I got born again. I got born again into a totally different nature that gave me the same authority that my elder brother Jesus has. Somebody shout hallelujah. And for this reason was the son of God made manifest to do what? Destroy the works of the devil. If my brother can destroy the works of the devil, how many of y'all know I can too? But why? Because I am another man. I don't fit the trajectory of every man. Listen to what the Bible says. He says, therefore, as a result of this, knowing this, become imitators of God. Are y'all getting this? Copy him. Copy him. Follow his example as well-beloved children do what? Imitate their fathers. I ought to be acting like daddy God. Don't worry, I'm leading you to something. Today's message is not just about you getting your new house. I'm leading you to something much deeper. How many of y'all know we passed the revelation that you can be rich? Amen. Anybody here know that you can sow some seed and get, I think this church knows something about that. Amen. We know we can get abundant harvest. Who's ready to tap into the power now? You, re you ready to go to a deeper revelation? Y'all know, know money is the first revelation. Did you know that? The Bible says in Mark 4, the kingdom is as a man who sows seed. So that's the first revelation. Now, once you master the money revelation, which many of you have, you know you've mastered it when you start giving like $1,000 to one person. I think you caught on to the money revelation. Let's go a little bit deeper and let's get some revelations so that you guys can be in your office at work. Know that the dude next to you has a devil. You can start praying in the Holy Ghost and cast that demon out in that moment. Somebody come out of some homosexuality in your cubicle at work. That, that's where I want to take you to today. Everybody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Is that all right? So he says, I need you to do what I did. Be imitators of me, but as children imitate their dad, act like their father. We don't have time to go to all these Romans 4, 17. And we speak those things that be not as though they were. Who did that first? God. Amen. God spoke those things that be not as though they were. So if he can speak those things that be not as though they were, I ought to begin to speak some things and start seeing it manifest. I don't have time to take you through all the things that have occurred in my life, but I'll never forget there was a time when I was buying a property. Amen. And the Lord's releasing me to tell this story. And, and, and before that property came into my hands, I decreed that it belonged to me. Now, there was another uh, entity or business that had owned that property and they had their sign on the building. But when I began to pray and decree that the property belonged to me, as soon as I released those words out of my mouth, the following week, their sign fell off. Are y'all getting this? 
No, angels got to moving. Their sign was gone and it didn't come back. Before long, the building was in my. Are you getting this? It came. To, yo, what am I saying? God says, if I can speak, you can speak. Amen. If I can create by words, you in your godlikeness with the power of the true and living God inside of you can do the same thing. We ought to go down to Planned Parenthood and when we are saying in the name of Jesus, we command this facility to close, we ought to look for it to be posted in the news that any day now they've closed. Say amen. When we decree that Donald Trump is still the president of the United States, we ought to believe that when we wake up on Wednesday morning, the results will say as such. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And the, a way that we're going to be able to do that, y'all, is to come totally out of darkness into his marvelous light. Some of you who are in my seven o'clock class, can I just flow with God? Somebody shout, we're imitating God. You were in that seven o'clock glass. You heard me call some things out. You heard me call some entities out. The Lord say the same. I may get you there today. But the bottom line is, is we need to start acting like God. But we got to come out of the darkness and the deception of this hour. You stay with me at 10 o'clock. You're not going to be able to have false allegiances anymore. You won't be able to be connected to this and connected to that. The Lord challenged me on that recently, that you are going to have to come out totally from anybody and anything that would separate you from the love of God. As First Lady said on Thursday, you're going to have to go all in with Jesus. Somebody shout, I'm staying with Jesus. No denomination. Come on, somebody. No, no bishop. Nothing. Nothing is going. No friendship. No relationship. No brother. No sister. I'm going with God. And that's how you'll be able to take your seat, function in the anointing. That's how you'll be able to function in who you are in God. If there's been any marquee of my ministry, it's been my ability to stand alone with God if that's what it took. Those of you who have watched me over time, you've seen me strategically separate at times uh, very purposely because my anthem has always been that I will let nothing separate me. I feel like working this morning from the love of God. No alliances, allegiances. God's pulling me another way. It's going to keep me in darkness when God has turned on his marvelous light. Lift your hand and give God great praise if you know you've been turned into another man hallelujah so the bottom line is as we overcome darkness thank you holy ghost i'll go with you as we overcome darkness we must understand colossians 1 that we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness to what church the kingdom of his dear son so that implies that there is a Kingdom of darkness. That implies, y'all, that there is some darkness out there. There is some evil out there. And the man of God last Sunday was so right. The devil doesn't want you and I to come into who we really are in this world, because if we ever come into who we are in this world, we'll stop settling in this world. We'll decree it and it'll be established. 
We'll call it. Now, you don't use these things the wrong way. People go too far when they start saying stuff like, you know, I just commanded the hand of God to do this or to do that. And, and they didn't understand the real revelation of that. I think you can go too far with anything. How many of y'all know any, any doctrine can be perverted? But y'all, I don't preach the word of faith because Kenneth Hagin preached it. I say that respectfully. I don't preach it because Lester Summerall preached it. I don't preach it because any other man preached it. Romans chapter 10 says it's the word of faith that we all should be preaching. We all should be. It is a fundamental, not fundamental. It is a doctrine, if you will. Take the word fundamental out because that messes a lot of us up anyway. How many of y'all know we need to stop being fundamentalists? Amen. It is a, 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 a foundational. That's the word I'm looking for. Foundational doctrine of who we are. But to beat darkness now, everybody shout, these are different times. To beat darkness now, you're going to have to imitate your father. You're going to have to act like God. You're going to have to be that kind of person that's peculiar, that's an alien in this world, that does not fit. Go to Psalm 115 and 16, please, and I'm going to bring you into more. How many of y'all know this is election week? Amen. Amen. It's showtime now. Amen. Maybe you've already early voted, but if anything, maybe I can help you on the next go round. But over in uh, 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 Psalm 115 and 16, everybody shout, I got power. Come on, listen to what he says in Psalm 115 and 16. He says, the heaven, even the heavens are whose, y'all? The Lord's. But the earth has he given to who? The children. Who did he give the earth to? The children of men. Why are certain cities slums and ran down and broken down? Because the children of men ain't managing that city. And I'm not talking about sweeping up either. I'm talking about they're not taking dominion over the spirits in that area. I don't boast in this, boast only in the Lord. But since KCC moved to West Charlotte and Sister Tanya lives across the street, I saw her pulling out as I was leaving and doing office hours yesterday. She's nodding her head. Yo, since we came over here supernaturally over the last four to five years, values have changed. Are y'all getting this? Y'all, darkness can't comprehend light. When we move into a domain, one of the first things we did when we came over here is we walked these neighborhoods. Amen. The following Sunday, those young men were in this church. Are you getting this? So God is saying at the end of the day, I've given you territory. I've given you authority. Somebody shout, I got authority. I have given you what's needful to bind and loose. And didn't the Bible say it so well? You know it by heart, Matthew 18, 18 through 19. Whatever, whatever, whatever you would do, what? Bind on earth would be well, bound in heaven. And whatever you would loose on earth would be what? Loose. So that implies I need to start getting the binding and loosen. I need to stop some stuff. And I need to loose other stuff. I need to loose angels, but I need to stop the devil. Come on. I need to lose your new job. Come on, somebody. But I need to stop poverty because ultimately the devil doesn't want people free. But God does. Can I say it again? For this reason was the son of God made manifest to do what? Destroy, Destroy the works of the devil. Bondage, sickness, disease. Can we get back to preaching the gospel? 
All of those kinds of things are the works of the devil. Everybody shout, I got power, though. No, come on, say it again, but I got power. Go to Matthew 10 and 1. Why do you have power? Because you're another man. Amen. Over in Matthew 10 and 1, when the anointing came on Saul, because the anointing came on him, because the oil was on him, he had an anointing to be king, at least in that season, until he started messing up. You got anointing. You got power to not succumb to certain things. Listen to what the Bible says over in Matthew chapter 10, verse number one. And when he had called unto him his what? Twelve disciples. You can also read this this way. When he had called unto him his future disciples. When he had called unto him his New Testament church. All spirit is given up for inspiration. It's given for you. When he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You could say when you got saved. When he called unto him his 12 disciples, what did he do? He gave them. What did he give us, y'all? Power against what? Unclean spirits. Somebody shout, I can cast the devil out if I need to. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. He gave you power to change everybody's situation is exactly what that scripture means. And it did not go out when Jesus went to heaven. As a matter of fact, he said, in these works will you do and greater because I'm going what? To the Father. You will be endued with power, Acts 1 and 8, after the Holy Ghost has done what? Come upon you. Remember the difference between the Holy Ghost working in you and doing what? Come upon you. Are y'all still with me? So I need the Holy Ghost to come upon me in this hour because these are different times. This is a different space. You can no longer just depend on academics. You can no longer just depend on a carnal methods for making it. Now, y'all, if you're not living in the kingdom of God, these are some scary times. With every newscaster telling you about the resurgence of a disease and and all of the other innuendos and folk talking about how there'll be civil unrest and the list goes on and on. The, The God's people need power. We need power, but it's not that we need power. We need to activate the power we already have. Hence Joshua's point, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He said, if it seems right for you to go with these other gods, all these other idols, you do what you got to do. But in a 2020 post-COVID era, y'all, I'm tapping into the power. Somebody shout, thank God for the power. So I've been setting you up all this time to take you into a domain that is so crucial for where we are. Why do we need power? Because God wants people free. What does power look like on God's people? Real quick, James chapter 5, verse number 17 through 18. Everybody shout, I'm not only human. Come on, say it again. I'm not only human. Look at it over in James uh, 17. And uh, the Bible says, Elijah was a man subject to like passions just like us. A man subject to like passions just like us implies he was a human being with the spirit of God in him, just like you are, which implies he wasn't just human. Are y'all still with me? And the Bible says, and he prayed earnestly that the right people would get in office this week 
and it happened. See, I'm taking you to your godness now. Because see, some of you think you're supposed to just be, 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 be God in your likeness and just call in new money all the time. That's good. Call in money. But that's the easiest of all revelations. You can prosper. You can be in health. Yo, all of that's easy. I can tell you how to get more money right now. So more, you'll have more money. Easy. So bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. But no, no, no. God says, just like Elijah was able to do some stuff, he prayed and it stopped raining. It rained not on the earth in the space of three years and six months. Now, most of us read that scripture and say, whoo, Elijah was powerful. Most of us read that and say, whoo, Elijah was a man of God. But y'all, can I let you in on a theological doctrinal principle that you haven't wrapped your arms around yet, but you're going to do it today. And once you get it, you're going to recognize you had more power than Elijah. (laughs) Jesus hadn't died yet. When Elijah was doing this. Woo, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Jesus hadn't died yet. The day of Pentecost had not occurred yet. So the Holy Ghost sporadically came upon people at moments in time when they needed it. Elijah called down fire from heaven because he needed it in that hour. There were moments and gaps and spaces where he got empowered by the power of God. But now you and I got the Holy Ghost on us all the time and we got power to do some things anytime we need to. Somebody shout hallelujah. Are you getting the revelation? Hence the point of the passage in Samuel 10 when he says, you'll do whatever you need to do. Y'all put the text back up there again. He says, you'll do whatever you need. Y'all getting it now. It took us a while to get there. But in verse number 18, right before they go there of James chapter 5, in verse number 18, then we're going back to our text, and I'm going to let you go before long. In verse number 18, when he got ready for it to rain again, what did he do? He prayed again. Are y'all getting this? Y'all, when I need some changes in my nation, all I got to do is pray again. Oh, come on, somebody. When When I need a conservative governor in North Carolina, all I need to do is pray again. All I need to do is take some authority. I'm not talking to the masses. I'm talking to the believer. By this have you run through troops and leaped over wall. One can chase a thousand. Ten can put. What can 400 people do? If we pray earnestly, if we take our posture, Jesus hadn't died yet when Elijah was stopping the rain. Joshua chapter 10, Joshua made the sun stand still. Joshua ain't even met Jesus. Moses drying up the grounds and they walking over on dry ground and the blood of Jesus was not even accessible yet. I said the blood of Jesus was not even accessible yet because Moses lived before Jesus. Y'all not getting this revelation. Somebody shout, I'm another man. (laughs) I'm not a man like everybody. And my God, if Elijah can call fire from heaven, if, oh, hallelujah, if Peter can walk on some water, Jesus, if Joshua can circle a city and the walls come tumbling down, I ought to be able to put Planned Parenthood out of business. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
I ought to be able to tell cancer where to go when I want it to go. I ought to be able to tell a headache to go just by winking my left eye. Come on, somebody. We got power. Lift your hand and give them praise. This way. He prayed again. Come on, take your seat. And it started raining. Amen. It was like on Thursday night when they said big tropical storm. Da 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 da. I asked Lauren. I took her outside so I can show her this faith exercise. I said, now whether you listen to me, I said, now you work for me. You rain because farmers need rain. I'm okay with that. But you will not disrupt my Bible study. You will not cut off any of my power. You will not stop anything that I'm doing. I am in authority in this earth realm. And I'm another man. And if nobody else is praying, I want to go to Bible study tonight. Come on, somebody. So you are going to stop it. And when did the rain kick up strong? At the end of service. I don't think y'all, y'all, this is like real time. You watching the video of how to do it. I mean, I, I don't know how, how else to prove the point to you. I mean, I'm showing you that. Do I need to do one more movie night so you can see that we can with a 100 percent chance of rain so you can see that you have authority? Man, you got something in your life you don't need in your life, something the devil put in your life and you're letting it stay like it has a right. Get out of my life in Jesus. Are you listening to me? Why? Because I am. I'm another man. Woo, lift your hand. I think you're getting the revelation now. Give God great praise if you know. You know you've been translated from the kingdom of darkness. You know you don't fit the trajectory of this world. I am another. What man or man is this? Another man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Elijah was a bad man. Take your seat, please. But he wasn't as bad as you. Woo, Jesus. When you get to heaven, he's going to tell you that. He's going to tell you, you know, look, 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 you, got, you guys had something I didn't have. He's going to say, man, I, I, I was able to change poisonous pots just by faith. Y'all had the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Y'all had the name. Find the Old Testament scripture where David said in the name of Jesus. You can't. The anointing came upon them for moments and scenarios. Amen. But thank God, Hebrews 8, that we're under a better covenant with better promises, greater access. I don't have to go and confess to the Catholic priest. After all, as soon as COVID happened, even they said you can go to God for yourself. <laughs> Yo, that's a fact. Look at it in the news. When COVID hit, all the Catholic dudes said, look here. God, free access, don't come in here breathing on me. Y'all, now, come on. If your doctrine changes because of something, oh, I'm making somebody mad. If your doctrine has to tweak, my doctrine didn't change, though. My doctrine said no plague shall come nigh my dwelling. My doctrine stayed the same. Hallelujah. Because I've been leaning on the blood of Jesus all this time anyway. Oh, give them great worship in this place. It was never by might nor by power. It was always by his spirit. Somebody shout hallelujah. And there comes a time where religion runs out. Religion's not enough. Oh, I'm doing good this morning. 
Oh, false associations are not enough. You're going to have to be another man now. You're going to have to have your doctrines accurate now. Are you listening to me? You're going to have to use the anointing now. Can I show you one more person that had another man anointing on him? Go, go over to Judges chapter 14. Amen. <laughs> very, very, uh, very timely, seeing as though we just got a new judge. And, you know, these were the times of the judges. Amen. Y'all know that's the time we in, right? Yeah, I'm just dropping all kinds of rich nuggets on you. You have to pray that one out. Go over, though, to Judges 14. Somebody shout, I'm another man. See, if you're writing, the spirit of God comes upon you mightily. And the spirit of God comes upon you mightily to get something done on behalf of God. That's the bottom line. The reason why that sign fell off that building before I be as I was taking possession of it is because the spirit of God. Came. I didn't go do anything to the building. The Spirit of God came upon me. Oh, my. Y'all, can I give you this for free? You believe in God for a car and God told you the car is yours. Did you know you could lock it up? I don't think people really believe this. I do. I've done it. You can say, OK, well, you don't have to come to my price. It's not going to leave, though. <laughs> Yo, when we got this property, you know how many times they said, there is, Mr. Rogers, there is absolutely no way that the bank is going to be able to go for that offer. I said, no problem. Just call me back in three months. I've already locked it up. <laughs> well, ask Melvin. He was on the calls. I said, no, nah, I'm not concerned about it. No, I'm not paying that much for it either. No. Why would I pay all that money when that's God's money? So I can't. So I'm just going to lock it up. I'll lock it up. And when you guys come around, get some sense, get enough crisis, start losing enough money, call me back. But I lock it up because I am another man. Not like everybody else. I don't just negotiate. When I open up my mouth, Samuel says, your words don't fall to the ground. Are you listening to me? Can I show you the power of one more another man, if that's a way to say it, over in Judges 14 and 6? And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him how? The, the word of the Lord. Now, many of you are familiar with the story of Samson. <laughs> many of you are familiar with this. I'm not the first preacher that's going to make this statement, so don't give me credit for it. All glory to God. But I was praying and thinking this thing out. And the truth is, when a lot of people think about Samson, they can think about this broad, big, brawny man that looks like He-Man. Come on, you've seen all the movies, be honest. And, and, and because the world always puts carnal effects on the power of God. So whenever you see the movies on Samson, he's got 50-inch biceps and he's breaking big poles. Find the scripture that says Samson had big muscles. It's not in there. Find the passage that shows how much Samson bench press. But I'm going to show you what Samson did, not because of the size of his biceps, what he did because the spirit of God came on him and he became another man. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. No, you're not getting a job because of the NBA. It's good that you got the NBA. Get the anointing and you'll get a job with an associate's degree. Come on, that somebody with an NBA can't even get. Y'all, come on, take your seat. Thank you, Holy Ghost. How is it that the world got enough sense to know Mark Zuckerberg hires his professors? Drops out of college and hires his 
teachers? And it's worth billions. And I'm not endorsing Mr. Zuckerberg. I don't think he's a believer in Jesus. But I'm just telling you, the world, the children of darkness all time more wiser. Yo, Bill Gates dropped out of college. All of them dropped out of college. So how is it that the world can fundamentally get those things, but we who have another man-isms on us? We got the Holy Ghost, and we batting our eye at a problem? We wondering if it's going to turn out okay? No, I'm another man. I hadn't been hired. You hadn't been hired yet. And if he had to feed you with manna from heaven, come on, somebody. You can get all the manna you need, and then you can get the best job and still get the manna. You can get whatever you want because you are. No, look, look, look at it now. Look, my, my time is fleet. I'm trying to get you somewhere. I hope you stick around. The spirit of the Lord came upon him. I'm in the Amplified mightily, and he tore the lion apart. How many people in here up for a fight with a lion? Come on, raise your hand. Be honest. Come on, I know where some are. Come on, you up for a fight with a lion? Yeah, right. Most of us aren't in the natural. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you are supernatural. What are you saying, Pastor? Stop being so afraid of dogs. You can't even walk your neighborhood. You done moved into that fine neighborhood and you're so careful to go on the nature trail because there just might be a dog out here. Now, I know y'all been shouting, another man, another man. We're going to see, though, because look here, anything we preach, you're going to be tried with it, baby. You're going to have a moment to where you're going to have to appropriate your another man-isms, be it a toothache or a dog, for God's sake. Will you take your posture and tell that devil where to go, what to do, how to do it, and how fast to do it? Come on, shout Hallelujah. When David was getting ready to fight Goliath, he told him, he said, I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to feed to the bird. I'm going to beat you. He gave him every descriptor of what he was going to do. Will you tell the devil what you're going to do to him? Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm just trying to fortify us. Take your seat. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he tore the lion apart as one tears apart a young goat. <laughs> A baby goat. That's, that's how the lion compared to, to Samson. And he had nothing at all in his hand. He had how much in his hand? He didn't have a gun. He didn't have a spear. What tore the lion apart? The anointing. That's what I'm trying to teach you today. You overcome darkness by the anointing. Now go over <laughs> to uh, chapter 15. You're not far from there. Look at verse number 14. Back to the King James lady. This is going to be so good. Just, just verse number 14 in the B clause. The Bible says, and when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him. And what happened, y'all? What happened, y'all? The Spirit of the Lord came how, though? How does the Spirit of the Lord come on you? Mightily, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that were burnt with fire and his bands loosed from off his hands. And what did he do in verse 15, church? And he found a new jawbone of a donkey and put forth his hand and took it and did what with it? 
There were women. How many men did he fight? What killed the thousand men? Now I can tell you in the spirit. Because if you said a jawbone, I would throw my Bible at you. <laughs> Somebody was getting ready to make me real mad right there. I knew you wasn't paying no attention. I, and this is a heavy Bible, too. I would have thrown it so hard. Because I'm kind of gregarious these days. I'm a little off the hook right now. Amen. I'm, I'm doing my best to get the right people in office. Come on, somebody. So I don't got time for any irritants right now. After, after 50 minutes of preaching, if you said a jawbone, it wasn't a jawbone. It was the anointing. Everybody shout, I'm another man. Woo, geez. In another passage, he killed 30 men. Because he was a, another man. Y'all, many of these men outran chariots. <laughs> you got to read the story of Abraham and, and, and that battle in Sodom and Gomorrah, y'all, when he said, I won't let you make, be said that you made rich. You know how many men he overcame? Literally by himself. Go back and read it. Yeah. Yeah, y'all, we are not of this world. We don't fit in this world. We don't go with this world. We don't try to be with this world. I'm not going with this world in any of these scenarios. I hope you'll get 10 o'clock, but let me give you a piece of this. I'm not going with this world in ideologies and philosophies. I'm not. I'm a black man that is not voting for Joe Biden. I'm not. In fact, I'm voting for Donald Trump. In fact, I already voted, and I voted for Donald Trump. That's who I voted for. Because I don't want to see Joe Biden in office. I don't want to see America come under the Equality Act. I, I, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in killing more babies, and particularly black babies. I'm not interested in any of that. So I'm not voting for Kamala Harris that married two women. I'm not. I didn't vote for her. But if you're a Christian and you can, in the great words of Luke Skywalker, may the force be with you. Because it sure won't be the power of God. And many people, take your seat and I'm going to walk you out of here and I'm going to see how much you really love me now. And the reality of it is many people are going to have to do a whole lot of repenting because who you came in covenant with, with your vote and the blood of the unborn that will be on your hands and, and all of those wicked innuendos of this world that will be on your hands. God forbid if they get in office. But let me let you in on a secret. I don't know who's going to win necessarily, but my God, it doesn't matter because I serve the God that answers by fire. Oh, hallelujah. And what can man do to me if God be for us? Who can be? Lift your hand and give God great praise. Because you are what kind of man? Come on, take your seat. This is why we can't go with everything. I can care less. I don't have many friends anyway. I said, this is why you can't go with everything. To all my Kojic friends out there. You, you can't go with everything. Not, not, not when the bishop and the leaders are, are championing the black church political action committee. Y'all put some of my images up there. Now, you, you know, y'all know I back up what I say. This is the black church political action committee. 
amen, that uh, is, is, is being endorsed, amen, by, by many, many of your favorite. Now, these are the candidates, just so you know, that's being endorsed by this black church. They got the, the one back there with Bishop Blake on it, too. Make sure they have that one. But they're being endorsed by the Black Church Political Action Committee. Now, Mr. Raphael Warnock is a black pastor that actually pastors the church that Martin Luther King came out of in Atlanta. But Mr. Raphael Warnock, right there in the middle, is cited as saying that abortion is in the Bible and I can prove it. These are, these are your black preachers. I told you I'm another man. See, I, I knew this would slow the room down. But these are your, yeah, these, these, are your, these are your folks. Abortions in the Bible, you know, the same abortion that Margaret Sanger championed the cause of, that messed a lot of our women up, put a lot of our women in slavery of trauma, is in the Bible and he can... He can prove it. But this political action committee, go back, you know, y'all see the little emblem up there, Black Church Political Action Committee. This is the same institution that uh, the souls to the polls, by which the Bishop Reed in Maryland, one of the more prominent pastors up there, Jamal Bryan, and, and of course, the great Bishop Blake. Now, I'm telling you, you're going to have to figure out Whose side you on? You have to make up your mind. Are you a Christian or do you want to be in the in group? That, that, that's the bottom line. And there's nothing about, take your seat, nothing about what I said that's disrespectful. Y'all, this is the hour, and stay with me at 10 because we really going in. This is the hour that we've come to. You don't have time for any of this. None of it. I have taken so much persecution, you have no idea. And scrutiny this year? Whew. They wanted me to let up. I ain't. I ain't. I said I ain't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a gospel preacher, and if you want to stay in Kojic, you stay in it, but the bottom line is, it's diabolical. I'm not. And what happened to the gospel preacher? What happened to the men and women of God? What happened to us? I ain't. Take your seat, please. And, and, and so that we link it all together, you see uh, the great bishop here. Yeah, scroll, 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 souls to the pole. Code counts. Yeah. They said scroll down so that you get the whole picture. Yeah, or scroll up. Yeah, bottom left. Go up, go up. Black Church Action Fund. Whose team you on? Many of these same men endorsed Black Lives Matter. They sure did. Whose team? So I can't be cogent. If you want to know my position paper, there it is. I said, whose team? Right. That's right. Melissa, am I doing all right? 
I said, whose team you can't preach this gospel and be on that team? Give God great praise all over this place. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Oh, there's some deliverance going on in this room. There's some deliverance going on in this room. There's some breakthrough going on in this room. Give God great glory in this place. Come on, stand to your feet. It's deliverance happening right now. Don't even play yet, God. It's the spirit. It's the spirit of God. It's, it's shackles falling off of people. Shackles are falling off of you right now. Many of you had allegiances to some of this stuff. Shackles is falling off of people right now. If you're in this room right now, you need to get rid of some religious stuff. Come on down here to this altar right now. You're here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't stand in your seat. Come on. Allegiances to, to religious stuff. Down to the ears. Come on. Some of y'all still standing there, and I'm not going to be long with this. And it's not just Cassie, by the way. I'm telling you, she just got a pure heart. But I'm telling you, if some of you in here, you need to get rid of some religious allegiances. I don't know why you're still at your seat. I don't care if you get mad at me. This can be your last Sunday, far as I'm concerned. But if if you are ready to come out of some darkness, you have to understand that the blood of innocent, unborn children, all kinds of